When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmart, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, good evening everyone. Welcome to Drive with Peter Vlahos. Thanks to Hayes and Mardo. The run home returns uh, tomorrow between 3 and 5. Uh, Brad Shepherd in for Damien Martin tomorrow. Good show actually, fellas. Well done. A big show coming up uh, tonight. We're going to also revisit a big story that was put on the uh, table by Kim Hagdorn, the man that joins me on a Monday night regarding St Kilda and those two players in Paddy Ryder and Brad Hill. Uh, today, St Kilda on the back end of what Kim Hagdorn had to say have rejected the claims that uh, Ryder and Hill were dropped last week due to an altercation at a bar in Morty Alec. Uh, we certainly stand firm on certainly the comments that were made on this program yesterday. Brett Ratton fronted uh, the media today to explain some uh, reasons why certainly those two players, as reported last night, weren't stood down. The reason that they didn't play against Sydney on the weekend because Paddy Ryder, when the team was announced, was managed and Brad Hill was not playing because of personal reasons. We're going to replay what Kim Hagdorn did say on this program last night and also give you an idea and uh, some audio on what Brett Ratton had to say today from St Kilda, but it has been confirmed that the players were at that hotel in Mordialic. There was an exchange. We're not saying it was amongst the players, but uh, reportedly it got a bit feisty involving the players that we've mentioned before they and others vacated the premises, but we'll come back to that in a moment. Very shortly, we'll speak to Robert Wiley, the coach of the West Coast Eagles waffle side, because Nick Natanui was outstanding last week and is ready to take on Richmond this week. Before we go to Nick Natanui and Robert Wiley, just some breaking news. Tom Stewart, the Geelong defender, has just finished his tribunal sitting and has been given a four-week suspension. So Tom Stewart, four-week suspension for his... uh, well, he's a significant bump when he went past the ball and and took out uh, Dion Prestia of Richmond. So he's out for four weeks. And the other big news today is that Lockie Neal from the Brisbane Lions, a former Fremantle Dockers midfielder, has just penned another three-year deal that'll keep him at the Brisbane Lions until the end of his career. So he will be there until the end of the 2026 season. So Lockie Neal, a further three-year deal. He was due to come out of contract at the end of next season, being 2023. Another three years takes him to 2026 And Tom Stewart has been given a sanction by the AFL Tribunal of four weeks for his bump on Dion Prestia that left the Richmond veteran concussed. A couple of the big stories just breaking late this afternoon. Okay, let's go back to Nitnak Nui, who fronted the press today. And firstly, here are his comments on possibly facing Richmond at the MCG this week. Yeah, I think so. I think that's on the back of the boys' minds still. Um, you know, they, they beat us pretty convincing, like you said, here at home. So um, it's, a, it's a whole new look team as well. I think that team that ran out against Richmond, 
you know, a lot of the boys hadn't played in, in that game that are going to play this weekend. So um, in saying that, we, we know they're going really well. They always do start playing a lot of their best footy this time of year as well, leading into finals. So uh, it's a tough challenge going over there to, to get a win at the G. Um, you know, we've only had a couple of wins this year. So it's one we really, you know, really need to win and, you know, set us up for, I guess, looking into next year as well. And here he is saying uh, jumping from the waffle last week to potentially the AFL this week. Yeah, I am. So uh, it's actually fun to be out there playing waffle on the weekend and uh, get the boys their first win for the year. It's been a long year for, I guess, the whole footy club. So to have a win on the Friday night and then Saturday night, um, oh, it was a good little stepping stone for this weekend. I think what we've the process we've gone through the last few weeks has um, put me in good stead to play um, my normal minutes in the AFL. So, yeah, for, for us, it was more about getting minutes in the waffle um, and then getting to the AFL from there. I think in the past, we've tried to manage a lot of guys at once in the AFL side. Um, and it hasn't really worked, so I think it's a good little, I guess, process coming through the waffle, managing there, and then playing a normal game when you get to AFL level. So there you go, Nick Natnui on making the supposed transition from the uh, WAFL up to the AFL. He also uh, made a comment on the return to form and how he sees uh, Elliot Yo going forward. Yeah, Yo is getting finding some of his form again and he's oh, back to the Elliot Yo that we all know. He's that powerful beast and I love having him on ball and I know the, the talk has been around building him back up to play in the midfield but oh, I really like the look he gives us off half-back. I, I don't know what Simo and that are saying. They're probably wanting to play a blender both but oh, just his run and drive and using the footy, he's, he's a fearless competitor so... Um, whether I get him on ball, it's probably a selfish thing. I want him in there, but I think that the look he gives us of half back is something different and something you know he's been really good at in the past. Too. I think he's won an All Australian at half back, so um, it's a perfect fit for him as well. Okay, Elliot Yo, uh, spoken by Nick Natanui. His thoughts on the, the veteran, of course, also Nick, who did the press conference today talking about the fun that he had returning to football and playing with the Eagles in the WAFL last week and helping the WAFL Eagles to record their first win of the season against the highly fancied South Fremantle. Joining us is the coach of uh, the Eagles waffle side in Robert Wiley. Rob, thanks for joining us. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, Pete. Yes, it's... Uh, football in the last month, is, uh, we've been about the place and uh, it was great to get the four points and... As you said, South Fremantle are a very good side. We needed to be at our best, and uh, luckily enough, they were. Yeah, you beat them quite convincingly in the end. But Nick Natanui just said in the press conference today, it was fun down there. And no doubt that's a very important commodity when you're playing at that level. In fact, when you're playing at any level. Oh, no doubt, Pete. Um, you know, I suppose, you know, my my role is to make sure that, you know, it's a good environment, it's a competitive environment. But, you know... I like the AFL boys to come back and just be, you know, who they are and, and make sure that they're enjoying the footy. Now, it's harder when you're not winning to enjoy your footy. So, um, you know, it was nice to, to turn that around. But, you know, it, they're under enormous pressure, the AFL boys. And uh, you know, sometimes it's nice to get back and, you know, have a little bit of freedom. So, uh, yeah, and Nick was outstanding. You know, he's approach when he laid that tackle in the first few minutes I thought well he's on and uh, I think everyone around him thought that was also the case so uh, yeah he was out he's an outstanding person and uh, and he just loves the footy club and he was so wrapped he could help uh, in the victory to get four points. Yeah that was so important in the scheme of things wasn't it uh, Rob uh, with Nick Natanui a big name a big character and no doubt people went down there just to see Nick but the fact that he got involved so early 
it meant that he was serious about it. He wanted to play to the best of his capabilities. He wasn't there for a Sunday afternoon stroll. And he probably um, brought the level of the intensity of the other players up with him as well. Oh, no doubt about that, uh, Pete. He he certainly set some great standards. Um, he's impacted. I think West Coast uh, at the AFL level, you know, he's a very hard person to replace. And since their win against Collingwood in round four, I think, for memory, um, you know, we've got a couple of good up, up-and-coming young ruckmen, but there's nothing like experience and the impact that he can have on a game. So, um, you know, his attitude and all the other AFL boys' attitude when they come down to the Waffles has been fantastic. But, you know, it's, um, it's important. it was a great weekend for the club. Uh, you know, we've been through a lot and we've had, obviously, a lot of been documented about our injuries and then COVID. But um, hopefully, you know, we're through the worst of that and the weekend was a start of, of both levels being able to play some good, consistent football. Just one final question before we leave Nick Natanui and go on to... Uh the team and how it's performed and certainly going forward after this week's uh, WAFL bye, uh, was it predetermined how many minutes he was going to play Robbie or was it a case of just seeing how the game was progressing? No, look, you know, the sports science guys do an amazing job um, and they certainly had their hands full this year, Pete, but uh, every player that's coming back off injury, they'll have a predetermined uh, amount of time. Um, the good thing, with what happened with Nick was that he was able to do that over the four quarters. And I think, um, you know, in the past we've been, you know, sort of their minutes have sort of uh, been up, and unfortunately, you know, we've had to, uh, you know, pull them from from the, the rotation. But uh, Nick was able to do his minutes over four quarters, and uh, it was fantastic. And and we needed to because South was certainly uh, coming at us, and uh, we needed all everyone on board and every bit of experience uh, to get across uh, across the line. And also another real big tick for the West Coast Eagles football club in general was the uh, performance of defender Harry Edwards. He put his hand up for senior selection. That's an amazing, an equal competition record of 23 marks. Yeah, Oscar Allen got into him earlier in the week saying he dropped a chest mark so he could have got the record. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he was outstanding. He, he just looked so big and confident and strong and, you know, sort of... Yeah, the whole defensive unit worked really well. And, you know, I mean, South, uh, you know, they're a pretty high-scoring side. So they needed to, to work together. But Harry was the uh, the roadblock. He, he certainly uh, took some great marks and and used the ball well. So, and that's what, you know, that's what we really need at the waffle level, Pete. When everyone's coming back and healthy and we've got some good numbers, you know, they need to play at the intensity required to be able to step up and be confident that when they do get a recall, that they're ready to go. Mm. And I think... Uh, you know, there was a number of boys that showed that on, on the weekend. Let's talk about first-year key for Jack Williams. Uh, tell us more. He kicked three goals last week, and he could be a, a very handy player as he matures into uh, Waffle and maybe one day AFL footy. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind he'll be a, a very good AFL footballer. Um, he's just a very competitive beast. Peter, he's uh, he's had a huge job this year, but coming out of Colts and playing at senior footy, and you know I've got to say, our waffle competition is a very strong competition, and there are a lot of great players out there. And um, you know, unfortunately, with the way we've gone about it, we've found that Jack's been the only tall up there amongst all the small forwards. So. There's extra responsibility placed on him week in and week out. But, um, you know, he's uh, he's understanding and learning the work rate that's required, 
you just have to look at uh, you know the the one up in up in the league side and JK how his work ethic is and that's what's required at that level. So he's really learning his craft in that area, but. He's an outstanding kick for goal. And, uh, you know, he only needs to get it in his hands, you know, five or six times and he can kick three or four goals. So, um, yeah, he's just uh, developing week in and week out and, and learning, you know, what it, what's required. And uh, I think down the track, uh, West Coast uh, people are going to be very happy with Jack Williams. Mm. Tell us how Jai Cully's coming on, uh, the mid-season uh, draft pickup for the West Coast Eagles. Uh, how's he going? I think he had about 14 disposals last week. Look, it's his third game, Pete, against men. Uh, you know, he's coming out of the uh, under-18s comp in Victoria. So it was a bit of an eye-opener for, for Jai when he had his first encounter against Claremont three weeks ago. And um, uh, look, you know, I, I've said to people that the young man really impresses me because behind the scenes he's working very hard in all aspects of his game. He actually reminded me of Chris Judd when he first came to West Coast that he was just crazy about doing extras and improving his kicking and his touch. And I see the same traits in Jai. So um, good size, left footer makes really good decisions by hand and foot. Um, and I think he's got the ability to be able to go forward and kick goals. So, um, yeah, he's been really impressive. And although he only had 14 possessions on Saturday against South, a lot comes from his possessions, Pete. So, again, with Jack Williams, you know, he's a player of the future. There's no doubt about that in my mind. So exciting times. Uh, you've got the bye this week. And, of course, then the, you really run home to the end of the season. Firstly, how are you handling the bye? And uh, the second part of the question, what do you hope to get out of the second part of the season? Oh, we need to get a lot. We need, you know, to be able to build on um, the victory in, in our last month of football. Um, you know, that helps when, you know, you have a few AFL players that, um, you know, are finding some form and fitness. So, uh, like always, Pete, we, you know, go in every game to be really competitive and to win the game of football. So, um, you know, that, that certainly will be, won't change in the second half. Um, I think it's just important that we keep building. Uh, there's a lot of young boys uh, in, in the club at the moment. And we need to make sure that they learn and know how to win. Um, that's really important. Um, and the waffle competition provides that because week in and week out, you're playing against good sides. And um, so I'm looking forward to, to the second half and the way we build uh, through that second half. And luckily enough, I'm going to see Australia play England for the bye. Uh, Pete, oh, you're going so to the rugby, are you? Looking forward to that up. Yeah, I like the rugby union, so I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully Australia can uh, have a victory there. Yeah, good stuff. And, of course, uh, when you return from the bye, I'm looking forward to this game, actually. You're taking on East Perth, who went into the bye with a very convincing win against Claremont on the weekend. So that should be a good test as well. In fact, it's on Saturday, Mineral Resources Park, uh, round 12, getting underway at 10 minutes past two, so it should be a beauty. And, by the way, Robbie, you would have been interested. They had the 1972 50-year Premiership reunion, the Royals on Saturday. So Brownie and Ken McCauley, they're all back there at Leadville Oval. And I reckon they might have inspired um, the East Perth League side to cause that upset over Claremont. And they wore the actual 1972 East Perth jumper as it was back all those 50 years ago. So it was a, it was a great day. Yeah. 
They're outstanding, and I'm sure they, they definitely would have had an impact. And, you know, you, you just love to go back in history and be able to remember, you know, the, the, those people that have created the, the club. So hopefully they've played their good game and they might just uh, go easy <laughs> for us in, in a couple of And weeks. let me tell you, Brownie hasn't changed as well over the 50 years. <laughs> uh, he, was, uh, he was hilarious. Outstanding uh, man. I was lucky enough to be coached by Malcolm, so... Uh, uh, a lot of fond mem- memories with Mel. Good on you, mate. Well done. Congratulations. Uh, you are a very astute football brain, and you can see the general progression and the improvement with the West Coast Eagles waffle sign. That was a great win against uh, South Fremantle. Thanks for your time, Robbie. We'll Thanks. chat again soon. Thanks, Pete. Any time, mate. Thank you very much. Good on you. Uh, Robert Wiley joining us here on the program. We're going to preview also. Robbie's coming to the big first test between Australia and England. The Wallabies against the English on Saturday night gets underway at 10 to 6. Mick Collis is our rugby expert. Uh, We're going to have a chat to him a bit later on in the hour. By the way, SEN's coverage, and you heard Pat Cummings in with Hayes and Marta. That was great. Live from Gaul in Sri Lanka. Well, SEN's coverage of the Sri Lanka versus Australia test series starts tomorrow. From uh, midday our time, live on SEN Fanatic and the SEN app. With SEN Networks to join across the day, join Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, Russell Arnold and many others uh, as the team bring you every ball of the series from Gaul. It's thanks to Henley Holmes delivering affordability. So that happens uh, from midday tomorrow. Our time, Australia versus Sri Lanka, day one of the first test there in Gaul. We're going to take a break, come back with the story that we flagged on the program last night that has had St Kilda in a bit of damage control today to the point that Brett Ratton came out at a press conference to try and put to bed what was mentioned on this program last night. Don't go away. That's coming up next. 17 past five on Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.